When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For over 20 years, Dr. James Maxwell and his team at Crestwood Dental have been providing quality care to patients of all ages. They offer a variety of services from cleanings to cosmetic dentistry and restorations with today's most advanced technology, including the most up-to-date lasers, digital x-rays, and impressions. They offer Invisalign and custom aligners with their 3D printer. Crestwood Dental accepts most insurance plans and a membership program for uninsured patients. Schedule today at 314-463-5655 or Crestwood dental.com All right, here we are for our uh, our third our third get together, boys. Jamie Rivers, Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, the last minute blues podcast is happening. Game number four tonight, 7 o'clock, Enterprise Center. Uh, Sharks obviously lead the series two games to one, and uh, there's a lot to talk about, guys. But one of the things that Jeff and I spoke about over the course of the last day or so was... Oh, you guys do... left me out of that one, huh? Well, yeah, <laughs> well no, yeah. we, we just wanted... Oh, I see how it is. You don't like to brunch. We brunch. It's I'm like sorry. a secret text chain. Okay, <laughs> no, right. no, it's okay, Donnie. Go ahead. I, I, I have enough trouble staying on track in the first place, Jamie. No, so, so okay, you everything that happened on Wednesday night happened. It's done and it's over and we can't do anything about it now. We can talk about it, whatever. But as a player, how long does a loss like that stick around before you can legitimately and not just say you've moved on, but actually really be mentally moved on to the next game? Or do you take it with you into tonight too? Well, it's probably a little bit of both. You know, you look at it with an ordinary group of, of players and an ordinary team that maybe isn't as successful as the Blues have been or battled what they have. Sometimes that would sit longer with them and, and really kind of mess with them for a extended period of time. I think this group is over it. I really do. I think that, yeah, it's always in the back of your mind because it happened. I mean, it's part of history right now. And so, but I think as soon as they get to the rink tonight, I think it changes. I think they flip the switch. You know, they're going to get pumped up. They're going to get motivated. And I think, Jeff, I mean, you can talk to this, too, is I think they're going to come to the rink motivated. And I think mm-hmm. San Jose is going to get the best version of the Blues. Oh, I agree. And, and I think to, to, to both your guys' point, I think it has to be a hot-ass start. I mean, I think it has to be a hot start. Get up in your face right away and show them, hey, we're taking that as motivation to, to, to beat you down. But as always, guys, it's a fine line. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, you 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 can do that, and you could take it to them, but you have to play within yourself because the last friggin' thing you need is to be on the penalty kill five minutes into the game, or what have you, or four minutes, or whatever. Now, to that point, I would expect, and now I'm, you know, and this we're the St. Louis Blues, and you never know. 
but I would expect that maybe we get a little leniency with the refs tonight. That'd be nice. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not I'm not going to put money on it. Yeah. But you'd think that you get a little more leeway tonight. And to that end, from what I understand, those those officials are, are gone now, correct? Well, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that. Uh, it's been rumored. Yeah. Let's hope. I mean, for even for the refs' sake, like that's just let like let's take them out of the fire. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's and I hate this term, but I think it's a win win if those guys just are not at the game. Well, it is, but here's the problem with it, guys. Is statistically, and they have all their analytics for the referees, and believe it or not, the NHL does take it very seriously as they continue to promote guys to do playoffs and Stanley Cups and certainly a conference final. By the numbers, these guys are part of the best crew. And so if you take them out, I know they messed up that call, and we're looking at it, and we're going, oh, my God, you know, how could they miss it? But overall, there's four of the best guys. Right. So now you got to replace them with somebody. You have to take four lesser guys now right. and insert them into, you know, the pressure cooker. So I don't know what the win is on this. I think to, for those refs, it's good to get away from all this. Yeah. But from an overall product, a quality of product on the ice – you may run into some problems with four guys who aren't ranked as high. So, and as far as the ranking is concerned, I think we talked about this at least briefly before. How do these guys get to this point to where they're they're refing playoff games? Is it a, is it a point system throughout yeah, the the, the, the the season? Yeah, they they have like, just like a report card. You okay. know, every game they have officials like head of officials that's there, a senior advisor, and the group that's back in Toronto, and they, they are they are scrutinized. For calls that are good, you know, you get a good grade, calls that are missed, maybe situations that are handled wrong. There's right. notes. It's like a police report mm-hmm. after every game. So imagine, you know, there's 82 games in a season for these refs, and then the, the supervisors who are there, they have everybody's games to monitor. So there's a lot of work that goes into this. I mean, right. these, these guys don't get this far into the season because – you know, they're just picking names out of a hat. At this point, and maybe I'm over-dramatizing the thing, at this point, is it almost a referee safety thing? Because you can you imagine a sold-out Enterprise Center when those four dudes oh, skate man. out onto the ice for the first time tonight? I would love it if they came out tonight. Uh, you know what? I, I would also love it if they came out to the music of Three Blind Mice. You know what would be really cool is... Even though there's four, but I was it would still... Say, it's still. be really cool. This would be neat is that if they skated out on the ice and everybody booed and then the NHL went, just kidding. Come on, guys. Get off the ice. Come on. Yeah. But, but to your point, though, if you get rid of these four guys, which is confirmed or not, then you have the lesser four that didn't, quote, make the cut right. beforehand. Yeah. But it still is. It is, still would be some top guys from the season. Yeah, at it least. would be guys that worked the last round of the right. playoffs. And obviously, as the pool of teams you know gets smaller for the Stanley Cup well so do the referees right. and so it's it'll be guys that were part of the playoffs at some point out of the first round or the second round just not guys who qualified statistically for this round right yeah on uh Wednesday night Vince Dunn uh poor guy man I mean took a puck right at the ice. um you know they're not saying specifically what the injury is but he's out tonight Carl Gunnarsson is in this is a two-part question for you Jamie what what is realistic for us to expect of Vince Dunn when they're saying that he's day-to-day, but it's, by all intents and purposes, probably a broken jaw. So that's yeah. one. And then what are we losing with Dunn out and Gunnarsson in as kind of the B to, to, to that question? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, I'll answer the second part first. And uh, we're losing a very mobile defenseman who has been, much like Robert Thomas, He's been improving every single game he's out there. I mean, he, this guy skates himself out of trouble all the time. He's great at, 
you know, exiting the puck from the zone. He's great at zone entries. I mean, when he's on his game, he's carrying the puck to the neutral zone with, with force, and he's, you know, a, a guy that you have to watch out there. So a huge part of the Blues' uh, offense from the blue line is coming out now, albeit Carl Gunnarsson, uh, I've called him Vanilla Ice Cream before, <laughs> and no disrespect, yeah. we all love Vanilla Ice Cream. Dude, like, you don't yeah. know how much you like Vanilla Ice Cream until you taste it. You're like, God damn, that was yeah. some good why Vanilla Ice Cream. Always, why am I going with <laughs> right? Neo, Why am I going with Neapolitan? That's right. When vanilla's right here. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's plain and it's simple. There's right. no sprinkles, but yeah. it's so good when it's done right. Yeah. So that's, to me, that's Carl Gunnarsson. It's like... No, he's my vanilla ice cream. I sure. like that. So I'm okay with him coming in. Yeah. You know? And he's done a great job of being a calming effect for uh, other guys in the lineup. And I think he'll be great alongside Robert Bortuzzo. Now, part one of your question with uh, the injury, how, what can we expect? You know, contrary to what you guys think, I mean, this pretty face of mine has been hit by a few pucks before. No. Stop it. I know. It's hard to believe. No. I mean, yeah. my nose, it's literally in my ear. I mean, it's hard to believe. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it that, that really sucks to get hit in the face with a puck. Now, you know, we didn't get diagnosed as as heavily back then. You know, you're back out there the next shift. And yeah. so what if you're, Cause you're a hockey standing player. in the corner talking to yourself, you know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know if it's a broken jaw or if he, you know, maybe broke a bone in his mouth up top. Uh, he certainly took a hard puck to the face. And he, you know, he drops and whatnot. And this is the playoffs, right? So day-to-day could be anything. You know, he could have his jaw hanging off the floor right now, and Craig Bruby's going to say he's day-to-day. Right, yeah. But he could also, and hopefully, this is what I'm hoping, that he truly is day-to-day. Maybe it just was a whack in the face. It hurts. I mean, I'm not discounting that. But he got some stitches, got fixed up. He could put a full, you know, fishbowl on, as they call it, or a full cage, and go out there and play. I mean, lots of guys have done it, so... Hopefully that's the case that we're looking at. Hopefully he's back sooner than later. What yeah. is the what is the reason? I'm assuming it's a strategy, but what is the reason for they a few years ago they went to all you have to say is upper body injury or all you have to say is lower just so you're not playing your yeah. or, sh- or showing your cards? I guess I showing say. your cards and you know as much as you know we try to pretend that everybody's very sportsmanlike, but if I know you have a broken foot, I mean hypothetically, I mean not me because you know Jeff, I'd never do that. Right, absolutely not. Thanks, man. Um, Appreciate that. But if you were standing in front of the net and I knew the day before you'd broken a bone in your foot, you know I might accidentally slash you on that foot as hard as I possibly can. Sure, accidentally. Of course, accidentally because you're a super nice dude. It's like in baseball if you throw inside and or or if you hit somebody on the hand, the next at bat you're going to throw inside because you're going. Yeah, you're going to buzz the tower a little bit. So so because of that. You can kind of keep that closer to the vest. And teams got away from saying anything at all. They'd be like, ah, he's just got the flu. Right. You know, and so then the NHL was like, okay, look, our media needs something. They need a little bit. They need a nugget here. Like, give them something. Right. So then they started the upper body injury and the lower body injury. Right. So this one obviously classified day-to-day as an upper body injury. Well, so so if getting past what happened in the last game and yeah. getting past the injury, the last game that I saw, and I think it was pretty evident from the drop of the puck, that the Blues just wanted to get in their face and be physical immediately. Do you feel as though that worked and they'll do that again tonight or down two games in one, they switch it up and do something else? No, I love it. I did too. I just I didn't mean, know I from a player it. standpoint what you thought. No, I'm all about that. You established the physicality without being dumb out there, and they weren't. You know, they didn't take unnecessary penalties. They didn't look foolish. I mean, they were aggressive. Out hits, I think it was 45 to 21 were the hits, which is – you know, it's incredible, yeah. and it's paying off. Eric Carlson is slowing down. Brent Burns is slowing down. Joe Thornton, yeah, he had an okay game. It happened he got lucky with some lucky pucks out sure. there. 
but he's going to slow down. So to me, it's very important that they keep their foot on the gas, especially tonight, right away, to show everybody that they're coming to play. Okay, you know how in our first one, I asked the question about the NBC announcers, and I asked Jamie, hey, man, be honest with me about it. Frankly, I had dozed at that point. Okay, so well, no, I, so, I had kind of glazed over as well. It was a little bit of a glaze. Talk to me, though, seriously about why, and obviously in this series, I wouldn't be because my team is playing, but if I'm an outsider and, I'm, and the Blues are not playing and the Sharks are playing someone else and they're ramping up this Joe Thornton storyline, I don't like him. I don't <laughs> like him at all. I yeah. don't want to see him win a cup. Why does everyone seem to be rooting for this guy who, by the way, three years ago, four years ago, put David Perron out for a year but with a, with a concussion and a, and a dirty play. Yeah, like, he's the one who gave Perron that nice little uh, shade advisor that wh- he's wearing right now. Why should right? I be rooting the for Robocop that guy? Look. Yeah, Robocop look, exactly. And the, the NHL is is, glom- is glomming on to the, oh, Joe, he, he needs to win a Stanley Cup before he goes away. Well, how old is he, 38? 39. Uh, the Blues are 52. <laughs> and, and, well, and also, too, somebody put this on Twitter as well. This was like an athletic article or something. But, dude, like, Jay Bowmeister's played 16 years or whatever the hell that it is. But but is Joe Thornton the—here's a question. Is Joe Thornton the kind of player that ultimately I should be rooting for? Obviously not in this series because they're playing my team. But I have always just kind of thought that he was like— to be truthful, like kind of a dirty bastard, yeah. and I didn't ever want to root for him. Yeah. Okay. So here, this is might be popular or unpopular. What that's I'm about fine to say, but, but I, as long as it's honest, that's all. It's going to be yeah. completely okay. honest. Yeah. And and here it is: is I played with Joe Thornton in Boston. We were roommates on the road in Boston. This guy is an incredible human being. Son of a bitch. Damn. I know. Uh, he, hey, hey, Donnie, we can edit this out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not making it, by the way. But no, Joe Thornton. Was one uh, ultimate teammate. He's just an awesome guy. He's never had a bad day at the rink. He's never, you know, upset with his personal performance enough to hurt the team. He is a consummate professional, and nobody that's ever played with him has ever not liked him. Now, guess what, guys? You're St. Louis Blues fans, and yep. I get it. And it's just like when I went over to play in Detroit. Like, I had a hard eye brain around actually having lunch with Chris Draper and Kirk Malpe at right. the time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Learned... I had trouble with that, too. I know. You uh, called me a lot. Really it's kind of weird. But anyways. Um, but thankfully, you play for like 13 other teams, so I could still root for you along <laughs> See, the way. So. You got to talk to me about everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's one of those things where, yes, you remember Ray Bork mm-hmm. when he went from Boston to Colorado and everybody celebrated his Stanley Cup victory, oh, right? That was an almost a season-long whole, gosh, I hope he wins the Stanley Cup thing, yeah. Well, the whole purpose of him being traded right. was to win the Stanley Cup. So, well, Joe Thornton, uh, although I want him to, I want to put him away in six games and yeah. let him get his Stanley Cup some other time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if for some reason the St. Louis Blues were not in the playoffs or involved in the Stanley Cup anymore, it would be a great story. He is a great guy. He's played through a lot of injuries, and no coach or player has ever not liked this guy, unless. You play against him, which means, guess what, guys? We'd like him on our team. That he's yeah. doing our job. It's yeah. it's the same as the last series when I was bagging on Jamie Benn, and there was a guy on Twitter that was like, yo, man, you can bag on him all you want, right, but yeah. the reason you hate him is because he's doing his job very well as a power forward. Yeah, you know? And would you like him on your team? Oh, 100%. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm trying to figure out who was the other guy on Dallas that you were bagging on. Oh, that was that's a nightmare. Did you story. Story? Yeah, I don't did know. You the finished story? diving, Captain. Yeah, but I, did you hear the story? What happened? With can him? we talk about this on the air? Why not? All right. Well, oh, yeah, the Essa Lindell. That's right. We could so, absolutely, I, Donnie. So I, let's go. I yeah. had the day after the series against the Stars. I had dedicated a song to uh, Essa Lindell um, uh, about his whole diving sort of situation, and what I didn't know was that. 
Mike McKenna was listening in the car at that time. <laughs> and he what kind, I, kind of sort of knows him? And what I what I also know, I didn't know at that time, is that Esselindell was, or that Mike McKenna was Esselindell's best man yeah, in, so. in, 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 in his wedding. I would assume there that they're friends <laughs> then, is that right? So, uh, needless to say, uh, <laughs> needless to say, Mike... I tweets this week, so uh, I, I I don't think that's going to be the case. But you know what, Donnie? I'd rather you have been honest about it. I know Mike McKenna. I love Mike McKenna. Great if guy. he's listening to the podcast, I'll say, guess what? Esselindell is captain of the Finnish diving team. Yeah, dude. And, 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 I, and I even prefaced it in the break by saying that he was a, obviously a very good player. But dude, some of don't that was change just, your opinion now, Donnie. Don't. No, no, I'm not. But I'm just saying integrity. that, like, no, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm saying uh, he's a great player. But that was absolutely ridiculous. But of all people, I feel like this sort of thing is just made to happen to me. What I feel like <laughs> is that this is a Fandango thing. So. Only Donnie. I kind of I'm sort of the guy like that'll it. go to the back of Walmart and buy a TV, look around at socks and underwear, and then go to the uh, to the register up front and try to pay for the TV again. I've done that. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what you do. I'm not even surprised, though. At that. Oh, yeah. Just it was, saying. It Ladies and gentlemen, crazy. the Last Minute Blues podcast. We will not be here on Sunday. We will we will readdress early next week yeah. uh, because Jeff is, has an appearance on Sunday. And also, do not forget, tonight after the game, Fox Sports Midwest is where you go. Uh, all the post-game coverage with uh, Jamie Rivers and the Fox Sports Midwest crew. We have to get through to the next round because this is too much fun, and this is too perfect. It's 15, 20 minutes. Listen to it on the way to the freaking game if you want to, and then watch Jamie afterwards on the TV. See, this is great. It's Jeff and I as fans. Uh-huh. It's the it's the expert that is Rivers setting us straight. It is the Last Minute Blues <laughs> podcast. Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, Jamie Rivers. Thanks, boys. Let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.